Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here for this uh, next episode of The Ideal Business. What I wanted to do today was for the last episode, uh, was the first episode talking about uh, cash flow confidence and stability. Um, and I've uh, I sort of talked about, uh, framed up why that's important and, uh, and some of the co- some concepts and ideas to reframe or help you reframe your thinking around how you manage your cash and what cash is meant to be doing within your business. Uh, and at the end of that episode, I... I um I didn't go into detail about it, which I'm going to do during this episode. So have a listen to that episode if you haven't um, if you haven't done so uh, as of yet. So just recapping previously, uh, the cash flow system itself is one which means you need to you need to allocate cash, set money aside in uh, for specific purposes on a weekly basis. Uh, you need to define. Uh, where that needs to go. So the first thing to do with this setting this system up in your business is actually getting bank accounts set up. Um, and the way uh, to think about this is that all the money flows into, we call it the main income account. So money flows into your main income account. And because I mentioned before that you, you don't touch any of the cash that comes into your bank account during that cycle, for us it's Friday to Thursday, you need to have a bank account where that money flows into and nothing comes out of that account. Uh, if you don't set up a separate income account, you might be paying bills and it'll, it'll be hard to work out what's moving and what's been money for that week and pe- previous money that was there. So first and foremost, you need what's called the main income account. And with that account, it's where all money goes into that account, all the payments. So this is where the cash flows into your business. So that's the first account that you need to set up. That needs to be an account that uh, is a normal sort of a trading account. And the second account that you need is what's called the payment account. Um, so you've got money flowing into the income account. Uh, all, all cash flow into the business goes into the income account. Uh, and then you've got a payment account, which is where you pay money out of your business. Yeah, you pay money out of your business. So main income account and a payment account. So they're two accounts. The payment account also has to be an account which you can interface with third-party bank accounts and you can transfer money and do all those sorts of things. So they're the first two accounts that you need to set up. Of course, you ask the question, well, if the money goes into that account and I pay out of that account, how does it get from one to the other? How does the money get from the income account to the payment account? And that's what allocations are all about. So then what happens is you need the uh, the accounts where the money flows into, which gives you that ability to to um, control the cash, move it around, and know exactly how much cash you've got for specific purpose. Now, some of the accounts, and, and this might vary between different industries and businesses. Typically, they're very similar, though. So the accounts that, uh, that we set up, to give you an example, uh, we have GST here in Australia, look, goods and services tax. So we have a GST account. So the way this works is you've, you've got the money that flows into your income account. And, and this is from a Friday to a Thursday. And then every Monday, you move money from that account into its relative accounts for the purpose. So one of them, an important one is GST. We're not really, uh, or VAT or sales tax, whatever you want to call it. It's not really your money. Uh, and that's where you can get into trouble. It's not, it's not your money. You're simply collecting that money on behalf of the, um, 
of the government. So you want to ensure that you're allocating uh, the component that you'll end up paying to the government and after credits and stuff into an account. So you need a GST account. The next account you need is a tax account for paying tax, income tax from your business. Uh, and what I would suggest is you talk to your uh, accountant and you predict or you sort of project where your likely tax budget, you know, you say, look, I'm going to turn over a million this year or two million or 500,000, whatever it is. What your turnover is going to be, your accountant can look at your personal situation and say, well, this is likely to be your tax bill. And that gives you a percentage of how much you should be allocating to tax. Yeah. And then that's typically a percentage. It's the same with the GST. It's a percentage. So that's for tax. Now, if you think about GST is actually money that you've collected. That's not really future. That's sort of you've collected it. Um, you've got to push that onto the government in the future when you do when you remit uh, when you do your the the the, client, the the process. We call it a BASI, a quarterly or monthly or whatever it is. Tax is actually for future. Uh, you know you've got to pay that in the future. You haven't actually accrued that debt, so that's a future one. Other, the next one is cost of goods account. So this relates, this is for um, what, in order to have generated the revenue, what are the direct costs, direct costs? Um, and that's different than uh, your fixed expenses. So for example, fixed expenses are the expenses that you have whether or not you generate revenue. But obviously when you're generating revenue, there are costs of goods, costs of sales. So that'll be, if, if it's products and materials, it'll be, you know, what it costs you to acquire those. If it's uh, direct services and suppliers that have provided work to you. So you work out your costs of sales uh, and then that gets allocated into a cost of goods account. Because once again, that's not actually your money. You've actually generated the revenue, but you only did that because you've expended or spent money on other areas. So cost of goods. So they're GST, tax and cost of goods. Really, really important to do that. And the cost of goods isn't a fixed amount. It'll vary, you know, and you'll, you need to sort of understand within your own business, what are your cost of goods? And typically it's a bit of a, it could be a percentage, you know, for, you know, in one of our businesses, franchise businesses, we know that 70% of the revenue we flow through to our franchisees. So that's a direct cost of goods. So that goes into the cost of goods account because it's not my money. I've got to pass that money on. So then some of the things to set money aside for for future. Firstly, there's a promotion uh, promotion fund. This is for marketing and sales activity. Uh, and, and often the reason that businesses can't grow is they don't have sufficient resources set aside to put in this area. So promotion, uh, promotion account is important. And uh, it's typically after your – so when you've gone through and you've done your GST and you've done your tax – and you've worked out your cost of goods, you end up what's called your corrected gross income. Uh, your corrected gross income is the income that you can now do something with. Yeah. You know, GST comes out, tax comes out, and the cost of goods comes out. And then you've got what's called, we call it CGI, corrected gross income. That CGI then is you have a choice now what you do with that money. The other three things you didn't really have a choice, you needed to allocate that. So of that, there's a percentage you, you allocate into these different areas. So promotion, uh, I'd be recommending, depending on what stage of business you're at, around 10 to 15% of your corrected gross income, you allocate into the promotion account. So this is money set aside for growing and expanding the business promotion. There's a general liability account, which is for things that go wrong, things that 
unexpected, the unexpected. Uh, it always happens. Um, something breaks, you have to replace something. There's an excess you have to pay. There's some insurance claim. Uh, there's a legal case you've got to handle. You need to pay some legal fees. These aren't things that you can predict in business, but they happen and they always happen and they always will happen. So it's called general liability for things that pop up, the unexpected. So they're unexpected, but really they're expected. You just don't know what they are. So you allocate a percentage. A good percentage we found is 5% of your corrected gross income, 5%. Then there's an account called improvement. Um, So this is for making improvements in your business. So this might be uh, engaging mentors. It might be for... Uh, developing better systems. Uh, it might be do, for doing market research, for a whole bunch of things that improve your business. Uh, and that's definitely a future one, so allocating money for the future. So improvement and improvement. And that's the same, uh, we would we would suggest around 5% of your corrected gross income. Then you have what we call the reserve fund, um, which, is an int- which is an interesting one because it's sort of like the piggy bank. When money flows into that account, it's like gone. You, you can't touch it. It's sort of uh, worst case, absolute last option, rainy day type money. Uh, and so that money goes into that account, the reserve account. Uh, and once again, that's around 5%. And so what happens then is the, so if you can, if you see the picture that I've sort of mapped out is you've got an income account where all your money flows into. And this is for that period, Thursday, Friday to Thursday. And then on a Monday, you then look at the, I mean, we run a spreadsheet on this, which we can share with you, the spreadsheet about how this works. It's very simple to set this up. And then on Monday, you know how much money come in. And then you're allocating cash to your GST, your tax, you've worked out what your cost of goods. And that allocating means you physically transferred money from the income account, from the income account, to these individual bank accounts. So it's actually a transfer. And so what happens is, there's a couple of things that happens with this process is you have a really good understanding of the components of the income that come in. Uh, you're able to actually um, see at any point in time how much money have you got set aside for tax? How much money do you have set aside for GST or VAT? How much money do you have for spending on marketing? Yeah which is a really nice thing to do. So when you're then, this is future money, when you're looking at planning to do some marketing or improvements, you go, yeah, I've got the cash there to do that and you know exactly how much you have. That's why separating them into bank accounts is really important. So the money flows into these individual accounts um, and then when you have to, and then you've got what's left, yeah? So you might have some money left and that, that money that's left after you've done this process, you then use to pay present or past bills or things that you have to pay for, yeah? Does that make sense? So you allocate this money, you flow it into these individual bank accounts. It actually moves. You allow it to move into the bank accounts. And then when you have to pay a bill, let's say, for example, you've got to pay um, a supply, a cost of goods that related to cost of goods, you then simply move money from your cost of goods account to your payment account, and then you pay the bill. If you've got to pay your GST or your VAT or your sales tax, you move money from that account into your payment account, and then you pay the bill. So in essence, it's a it's a flow, it's a controlled cash flow, if that makes sense, that the money's all coming into your income account, the primary account. 
you're then flowing it into these individual accounts on a weekly basis under a particular structure and a framework. And then when the money flows out of your business, it flows from these allocation accounts to your payment account. Yeah. And this is, uh, it's really important to, uh, to do this in a way that enables you to, um, see you, you've got incredible visibility, um, on how, on exactly how much money you've got every week. If you do this, you know, it takes, ah, oh, it's a five minute exercise, a 10 minute exercise. So it takes no time, but it gives you incredibly good control. And so then what happens is if you do this, Initially, and you go, well, I can't allocate, which is often the problem. You just don't have enough. If you allocated the money, you wouldn't have enough at the, at the bottom to, to deal with stuff. In the cost of goods, I just wanted to mention that as well. It's, you also incorporate potentially, if you're, if you're a cost of goods, so in your business, if you're essential to delivering, then you would incorporate your salary or, or payment to you as a cost of goods. So it's actually at the top there. Cause if you stopped doing what was needed to deliver the service or the product, then you'd have to pay someone else. So you're just you're just a cost of goods in essence if you're in that process. And so by doing this process and allocating money, you have incredibly good control over how it works. And that reserve account is, as I mentioned, uh, you're just setting that aside and it's gone. Now, what happens in this? So what you can see happens is in that income account, the money sort of grows up each week and then it all gets emptied out. And so it's flowing in and out. It's flowing in and out. But it's not leaving the business, but it looks like it's been spent. But it, it And it has. It's sort of spent in the sense that it's transferred from one generic account, which is what normal most businesses have, to their respective uh, accounts that, are, that they're going to be used for, you know, whatever the purpose. So you're sort of identifying, as we talked about before, that that money doesn't have one purpose and you're actually moving the money into those r- relative accounts so that they can be used for that purpose for the past or the present or the future. And so this gives you – so the benefit of this process, so just recapping, the benefits of this process are that you, at any point in time, you know, on a weekly basis, you know your cash flow. You just know because you've known what comes in, you've allocated accordingly uh, at, at any point. So it gives you incredible – you don't have to go and look at your – P&L and, uh, you know, because a P&L is not necessarily about cash. You can invoice people and you can get bills. So you can, you can be very profitable, but actually be very, very cash poor and get into trouble. So that's fine. You need to still do that. That's your bookkeeping, your accounting system. But on a weekly basis, you have a really good understanding of where your business is at from a cash perspective. You also know exactly what you can spend money on, you know, and that's often where we, uh, you know, I remember doing this in past businesses. Where, you know, I'd go, yeah, we need to do that. So we'd commit to a marketing campaign or some improvement or some development. But I didn't actually know where the money was coming from. It was going to come from future profits or come from future revenue, which is always a bit, uh, makes you a little bit uncomfortable because you don't know if it's going to happen or if it's going to occur or if you have something that dips. In this way, you know, if you've got money in your promotion account, you know you can execute marketing campaigns. If you've got money for general liability, you can handle things that come, come out of left field. So it, it provides uh, cash flow confidence and certainty, not only for the day-to-day operations now, but also into the future. So I, I hope that makes sense. Uh, we've got we've got a ton of resources on this, and uh, you know if you if you need more information on uh, 
reach out to us and we can share. We've got templates that we can use. I can share with you about how we go through this process. But hopefully in these last two episodes, you understand or it's sort of reframed your thinking around cash and cash management. And, and it's a very simple system for managing cash. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Hopefully you found that useful and, uh, yeah, look forward to catching up with you in the next episode. Ciao for now.